0: Welcome to Learning with Lisa, Student Success Beyond Expectations podcast with Lisa Navarra, award-winning educator, consultant, behavior specialist, author, and parent. Many times as a behavior specialist, parents come up to me and say, what do I do when my child does? And there are many different challenging situations that parents have. I should know as a parent myself and a behavior specialist. You know, many times as parents, we feel like our children are giving us roadblocks and backing us into an emotional corner. And where we just feel like we're very angry and frustrated and almost helpless in, really, how do we deal with our children when they're challenging? We mean well, our intentions are there, but all they do is try and stop whatever it is that we're trying to accomplish for them. So for an example, a parent recently came up to me and said, you know what? I had to go to the toy store and I had to get a gift, I ran in, I had about a half an hour, and I just had to go down the aisle, get the gift and leave. But instead, my son sees the only car that he hasn't gotten during the holiday season, which just passed. So now, before she knows it, this parent has a complete and utter meltdown on her hands to deal with. She wasn't equipped, to identify the early warning signs that could have helped her in dealing with her child's feelings first, working through that, and then getting the gift and leaving within a short period of time. So, as many of us find ourselves in situations where our children go above and beyond what we expected them to do, we don't know how to deal with the situation. How do we set firm limits? with being very proactive and effective without being angry because you have to understand that when our children get angry to the point or sad and frustrated to the point where they're crying and they're sobbing and they have lost control, they, it is a complete crisis in their world. Whether we see it that way or not, they're in crisis mode. So when we try to reason with them, it doesn't work. Now, as adults, if we try and speak to a child who is crying and screaming, they're not going to hear us. But we don't know what else to do then. So this is what I help parents to understand. And a lot of it is how we say, what we say, and also our actions. Because when our children are completely irrational, you know what they're listening to? The tone of our voice, how we're speaking, and our body language. You see, if we start pointing at the child who's on the floor crying at the toy store and saying, hey, you need to get up now, they feel our anger and our frustration, which only fuels theirs. So if you're able to stay calm in a situation like that, you'll be much more effective. So what do you do? What you do is you take a deep breath, say, okay, this is really gone way overboard. You walk over to your child and you say, I'd like to talk to you about how you're feeling, but I need you to get up off the floor. No, I want the car! And obviously your child's not ready to hear what you're saying. So now you set a firm limit and your firm limit is, I need you to get up off the floor and I'm going to the next aisle and I'd like you to come with me. And that's it. Say no more because it gives your child too much to go back and forth with. You've set your limit. So your limit really is, you're either going to come with me to the next aisle or you're going to stay here. Now, that's kind of the message that we're sending, but you're not going to leave your young child on the floor screaming in the toy store, right? Now because your child wants your attention at this point, you actually have more control than you think, even though you're making a scene and you know those other parents are walking by saying, ah, oh, thank goodness that's not my child and how they forget when they were in that situation, right? But this is what you do. You have a choice. One of two things. You either gently but firmly take your child's hands and say, let's go, we'll go into to the next aisle. that's it. Or take a couple steps looking forward and just see if your child is following you. Remember, your child really wants your attention because without you, your child thinks that they can't get that toy. So that's what's important and then at that point what happens is you are ignoring the behavior but not the child. There's a big difference there and a lot of times it's difficult for us to separate the difference but again you're ignoring the behavior not the child. You're saying hey listen I need you to come with me to the other side but you're not engaging in all that craziness right? So now, what you do is you look for the smallest little window of opportunity. What's an opportunity in the midst of a crisis? An opportunity is when your screaming child takes it down a decibel. They're trying to calm down. What you're doing? You've given them a little bit of distance from you, and they're starting to calm down. At that point, take advantage of it. You've walked slowly. Calmly and in a non-confrontational way up to your child and you say Are you ready to talk? I know that you're upset okay. The reason why you want to take that time even though you don't have much of it is because you have to get through this at some point One and two you'll have leverage for the future. I'll tell you more about that too So because you are not walking abruptly to your child, you are calm. How are you calm during all of this? Because you're breathing And you're thinking okay i know the bottom line here is my child wants the toy and really doesn't understand why or doesn't care why he can't get it but the fact is he's not getting it i understand that we have to work through this so you approach calm you take a breath and if you say i'd like to talk to you about it and i'm not looking for a long discussion just enough for you to explain your point of view for him to explain his and you move on then if your child responds, I wanted the car, obviously your child is not ready to speak. Say, so when you're ready, I'm here to talk to you. But for now, you need to calm down and take a step away. Not saying walk across the other aisle where they can't see you, not saying that, but just take a little step away so they don't feel as though you're in their space. You're giving them that opportunity to calm down a bit. Again, you're looking for another window of opportunity. This time, you're just out. Wow, things a little bit differently even though they may not be saying these words in their head they're feeling it okay because there's nobody else that knows us better than our children do and they know how to push our buttons but if you, you can switch how you uh, deal with your children they'll take a step back you need to use every window of opportunity to help you so now that you see your child is maybe a little bit quiet but doing one of the, you know they're still crying but certainly not as much behavior as was first displayed so i like the way that you're calming down you're doing a great job would you like to know why you're not able to get that toy car right now and then you give your reasons why whether it be we don't have time we uh have gifts that we haven't even opened yet whatever your case may be as long as your child understands why then you've done your job now, you've given your child a chance to speak, but I wanted that toy because that's the only one that I didn't get, I really wanted it. Okay, validate your child. I understand that's the toy that you wanted. Maybe you could get it for your birthday in the spring, but for right now, we need to move on and we're going to get the birthday gift. You see how you set a firm limit? Your child was validated because they've used their words And now you're saying, I hear you, I understand you. From there, your child is going to see you as being still a positive person instead of being someone who punishes, very big difference. And that you're very strong, but strong in a positive way. So now that you understood your child's moments of crisis and you're working through it, you both are making progress. And what does that mean now for you and your child? That means that your patterns of thinking and your patterns of communicating can change. So later on that night, when you tuck your child in the bed, go through a little bit, not to the point where your child gets upset, but go through a little bit of what happened at the store. Do you remember when you were crying? How did you feel? Ask your child. And then you can ask your child, How do you think I felt? You see by encouraging your child to empathize with how you feel, you are developing their emotional intelligence. If you're able to do that they will learn more self-awareness and more ability in their ways of regulating their behavior as well as those around them. Now if you can Make a nice conclusion during that night. Even if it's not that night, maybe the next morning, things happen, right? But you really want to take advantage of this situation and make it a positive learning experience for the both of you. And you say, listen, if this ever happens again, what should we do? Should we cry and argue? Or do you think we can talk about it? And let your child respond. If your child is capable, let them tell you why. It's important. Well, if a situation like this happens again in the future, draw off of this positive experience. Draw off of it and say, Do you remember when we were in the toy store? We didn't have a lot of time. You really wanted that toy. You screamed and you cried, and you and I were able finally to talk about it. We both felt okay. We hugged and we kissed and we said, I love you. And we felt okay. You understood why. I had to say no at that moment. Well, this is that time. You have a choice right now. You have a choice to have a tantrum, or you have a choice that we can talk it out. And these skills are going to carry you and your relationship with your child throughout your relationship with them. You see, what you can always do is tell your child the biggest gift of all that I can give you is the power of choice. Thank you for listening to the Student Success Beyond Expectations podcast, where school leaders, educators, and parents meet on behalf of children who struggle with learning. To bring workshops to your school or organization, contact Child Behavior Consulting and get started with resources available at childbehaviorconsulting.com. Amazon, and TeachersPayTeachers.com for ready-to-use resources and children's books. If you enjoyed this podcast, remember to review, subscribe, share, and give us a shout-out on social media.